You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. And welcome to The Game Changers. I'm your host, Dale Dixon. This podcast is about leading highly principled people to their fullest potential because true freedom is economic freedom. And we are with Jason Jennings and the Game Changers. Jason, it is good to be with you today. Uh, Dale, Happy New Year to you. And Happy New Year to you. So our topic today, the only numbers that really matter. Take us down the road. When you hear about the only numbers that really matter, what are we talking about? Well, let me set it up this way. Uh, as you know, I travel almost every week of my life, and I spend a lot of time on airplanes, and I, I spend a lot of time interviewing CEOs, entrepreneurs, uh, executives in charge of organizations in preparation for speeches and as research for my books. And uh, I can't begin to tell you how many times I'm sitting on an airplane talking to someone, and uh, I'll say, well, what are you trying to do with your company? Well, I mean, you know, uh, the big emphasis this quarter is, I mean, we've got to raise the revenues or, I mean, we've got to up our profits. And so, I, you know, everybody wants to constantly up their revenues and up their profits. And I just always want to turn to them and say, well, that's the easiest thing to do in the world uh, if you'll just remember one thing. And that is this. The total is the sum of the parts. Uh, the, the problem that most business leaders have, business owners have, entrepreneurs have, is they're so busy chasing the top line numbers, uh, trying to increase revenue, trying to increase profits, uh, that they really don't take into consideration the fact that those are just results. Uh, the monthly revenues is, is, is the result. It is a byproduct of something else. It is a byproduct of activity. And what I find, the only numbers that count in a business are the activity numbers. And if you properly measure and monitor the activity numbers, you can make your revenues be whatever you want them to be. It's, it's, it's actually that easy, uh, but it flies in, in the face of conventional wisdom again because so many people are trying to chase the top line or chase the bottom line, and, and they don't realize that those numbers are are just byproducts of, of activity. And so what great leaders and great managers have to do is measure activity. Uh, would you like an example? I would love it. I want to dissect this idea, though. All right. Where does it come from that we, we stay focused on the top line? Is that because that's how we're measured I'm, ourselves? I'm thinking if you're the CEO and you answer to a board of directors, or the, you've got it, you're, you're always being asked, okay, where are we at? Where's What's the profit? Uh, I know I yeah, have to answer that yeah, question what, a lot. Yeah, so what's, is, is it yeah, just what's, yeah, what's the top that? line growth? What's yeah. the bottom line growth? That's how they're measured. And so they know they're going to be measured that way. And so they'll gather their lieutenants together and say, damn it, get those numbers up. Do whatever you have to do. Or, uh, you know, let's cut costs, whatever we have to cut to get the profit numbers up. And they don't understand that the revenue number and the profit number are merely byproducts. And if they would start examining the act and measuring the activity that goes into the creation of those byproducts, they could make the numbers be whatever they want them to be. So it requires a game-changing mentality, a paradigm shift in how you approach what's most uh, important. Yes, because it means measuring the right things. Exactly. And it's not measuring byproducts. 
It's measuring the activity that creates the byproducts. Why don't I give you uh, a, a very elementary example, one that's very near and dear to my heart. Can I do that? Absolutely. Okay. All right. So as a number of our listeners know, uh, before I began writing books and, and doing research, uh, I headed a consulting company, and uh, we worked with uh, radio groups, television groups, newspaper groups, entertainment companies, and retailers uh, all over the world. And so I'm going to share with you something that came out of our media experiences at a radio station. And it was a radio station in uh, Sydney, Australia. And, uh, and it was one of the high points of my life. I, I look back on this one very fondly uh, all the time. So we wanted to dramatically increase the revenues of this radio station. And, uh, and for years, they had been chasing this top-line growth. And, I mean, they, they were doing fine, but they were never achieving their full economic potential. And I sat them down one day, and I said, well, look, let's stop looking at the monthly revenues as a target. Let's begin looking at the monthly revenues as a byproduct of activity. And they were kind of scratching their head, and they didn't know where I was going. And I said, well, look, it's, it's very, very simple. How many salespeople do you have who are outselling advertising? And at the time, I recall they had seven or eight. And I said, well, how many, uh, how many sales calls are they making every day? Well, nobody could really answer that question. Well, what is the average size of the order? Well, they came a little closer on that one, but again, they were a little fuzzy. And so what it came down to, uh, this radio station eventually went on to become the highest revenue in terms of local direct business radio station in the world. Every account executive would have an account list, the 100 people, the 100 businesses they were attempting to do business with. And we measured that. And if they were not generating activity from some of those accounts that had been entrusted to them for their care, they were taken off the list and they were put on somebody else's list. So the first thing we measured was were, were the prospects, were, were the clients, were the people they were supposed to be doing business with. And that, I mean, had to be a game changer with people because very often salespeople develop a very proprietary attitude. That's my account. You can't take it off my list. Well, I would say if there's no revenue from that client, they are not a client, they are a prospect, and you have proven yourself incapable of doing business with them, so let's give somebody else a shot. So number one, it came down to measuring the account list, the people that were being called on. What are some number of the specific things within that account list? So if you, got a, if you, you had your radio salesperson who was assigned to a specific client, what were some of the specific areas, you, the activities that you were measuring? Uh, all right. So that's what I'm going to get to next. Okay. So then the next question was, all right, how many calls a day are they making for appointments? So we began measuring how many calls a day were being made for appointments. That led directly to the measurement of the next thing which is how many first-time calls, which we used to call the diagnostic call. You're not going in to sell something to someone that you've never met before. You're tr tr truly going in to learn about their business to see if there's a, a possibility of helping them. So that was called the diagnostic call. So how many diagnostic calls a day were the salespeople doing? That led to measuring the next one. How many closing presentations? How many times were they going back to actually present and close business on these people they had done the diagnostics. Then we began measuring renewals, 
which is a direct result of whether or not you exceed the expectations of the client. And then we began measuring average order size. Now, it may sound a little draconian to begin with, but but it only does because it's a game changer. And so where it ended up was this. Every account executive had 100 accounts entrusted to them for their care. It was required that they have five sales calls a day, five sales calls a day, either diagnostic calls or closing presentation calls. Here's the amazing thing. Within a matter of months, it got to the point where we realized here are our base numbers. I mean, so if people have an account list of 100, if they're making five opening calls or closing calls a day, these are the results we are generating. So then you get to do one of two things. Do you take them to six calls a day? Because theoretically, that will expand your revenue by 20%. Or instead of having seven or eight salespeople, do you move it to 10 or 12 or 14 salespeople? And eventually, uh, we took this organization, uh, which had had a sales manager and, as I said, seven or six, seven or eight salespeople, and we moved it to two teams of eight salespeople. Each had their own sales manager reporting to a general sales manager, and literally, without exaggeration, uh, in, in less than about a year, a year and a half, we doubled their revenue. Because at the end of the day, the monthly revenues are going to be what they are. And the monthly profits are going to be what they are. It's all based on measuring the activity. And that's what escapes most people in business. They're measuring the wrong thing. Measure the activity. Don't measure the outcomes. The outcomes are going to be what they are. They're a direct result of the activity. And I'm going to take the listeners back to a point that you you made, but I think it is really important. You said they're chasing top-line growth, never achieving economic potential, their economic potential. That's... Yeah, Dale, if, 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 if you're just chasing top-line growth, you're chasing the byproduct. And what's going to lead you to do? It's going to lead you to do a lot of stupid stuff and make a lot of stupid mistakes. And so stop measuring the byproduct, measure the activities. And on surface, that is so simple. I mean, it is utterly simple. Uh, but of course, we don't want to embrace simple things. We, for some reason, want to make them much more complicated than they are. So I can imagine there are some listeners out there shaking their heads. They've got their arms crossed and they're they're thinking of their own scenario in their heads where this isn't going to work for me. How do I report to my board uh, or my manager the specific activities? They're still going to ask for the top line. How do I deal with that person who's demanding a top line number from me and they're not satisfied with the activities? What kind of conversation should a person have in that situation? Well, uh, what you've what, what you have to do is do a basic tutorial for your boss, uh, who probably never got one, and you're going to appear very bright in the process. Which is, you know, if we're doing a couple of million dollars a month, you're asking me to do two and a half million dollars a month. I can go out and flail my arms, and I can pound the table, and I can charge up the troops, and I can try to hit that number. But why don't we start looking at that number as a byproduct of activity? And so let's begin, let's, do, let's come up with what the baseline of our activity is. 
How many salespeople do we have? How many sales calls a day are they making? What is their average closing rate? What is the average order size? And then what you begin doing is once you develop the baseline for what that activity is giving you, you can actually make the top line number any, any number you want it to be. So are you going to increase everybody's productivity 20 or 25 percent? I don't think so. Uh, there's, uh, there's been a lot of research done that shows how much money people make. And I guess I've never asked you this, Dale. Do you know how much money people make? Oh, I, I know the national averages. and, and No, 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 no. Uh, do you know how much money people make? To an, no. Research shows that most people make exactly what they need to make. Hmm. Now, think about the simplicity of that. So they've got rent or a mortgage payment, a car payment. They need groceries. They need some spending money. The vast majority of people make what they need to make. So if somebody needs to make seventy or $80,000 a year and they're making seventy or $80,000 a year, you can try to cajole them to make $120,000 a year, but it flies in the face of research that says most people make within a few percentage points of what they need to make. So once you have measured the base level of activity, how many accounts, how many sales calls, average closing rates, average order size, you can do this in any business. Then you can say, okay, now how do I massage these numbers? I either get increased productivity from the people I already have, or I can begin adding people. So you can make the byproduct number, whatever you want it to be, based on massaging the activity levels. Excellent information. Well, we're at we're out of time for this podcast, but you've changed the game once again, and it's all about the numbers that really matter in its activity. Jason Jennings, thank you so much for opening our eyes to that one. Uh, Dale, again, Happy New Year to uh, everyone, and I hope they find this helpful. Absolutely. So as a listener to this podcast, a couple things we ask. Uh, Jason is doing this really just to – Exactly as we started off with. He wants highly principled people to really hit their full potential. And so the more highly uh, principled people we can get this in front of, the better. And if you will go into iTunes and rate this and write a review on this podcast, it helps elevate it in the iTunes community so more people have a chance to see it. We'd also love to hear your questions. You can write to Jason Jason at questions at Jason. Jennings.com. We would love to hear from you, and we'll be answering those questions on an upcoming podcast. With that, Jason, you have yourself a fabulous week, and we will talk to you soon. Talk to you next week. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.